Hey, it's recording. Yep, yeah, it's uh, it's eleven forty eight p.m. Uh, it's June thirteenth, twenty twenty one. You know, for, for for the longest time, I would confuse June and July as in the order. Um, and the way I kind of think about it now is July fourth. That holiday happens later on. So, this is I think there, there's a holiday that happens right in May. Fuck. I don't know if there's not. Uh, I feel like maybe there is. And then I know we go a really long time without a holiday, so that means I have to work. Um, I used to work summer jobs, too, so that's why I I, uh, I keep that in mind. Um, Alright. Oh, I played the, the lottery. I played the, um, the Mega Loteria... Uh, $10 one, and I lost. Fucking hell. I don't know why I fucking played it. I was looking for the 50 one for the Mega Mega Loteria 50. The $50 one, whatever. Because um, that one looks fun. And the odds are, what, 2 point something? 3 point whatever. Probably have it a year in my uh, spreadsheet. Um, what is it? Um, it's uh, 3.1, and that's kind of okay. <laughs> but I really want to buy the... Um, Triple seven, I feel like those have a good odds. Um, some good odds. Uh, shit, I have a lot of my mind here, but um, what, I, what I am finding out though is, you know, once the tickets started to reach 10% of tickets bought, you really couldn't find them in stores. Um, a couple of stores in my area um, are sold out of the triple seven uh, scratch off. And so, um, you know, you can't lose there in a way. I mean, you can't win there. That's one way to put it. But there aren't any big winners. The big winners I saw um, for uh, this triple seven, there's been four big winners. And what I've noticed is uh, it did happen around 10%. Um, all right, there's four winners. Houston for Stockton, Columbus, Virginia. These numbers are updated. Yeah, so right now 11.65% of the tickets have been bought. Roughly, I think I've updated these numbers. Um, and so now we've had already four of the top winners for the 777. Uh, you know, one thing that confuses me is they say that not all of the tickets has been have been um, distributed. I guess they could print more. Um, so that means they don't sell all 100% of tickets ever. Uh, I think that it will go to around 25%, 30%, I think. Because I know they have some closing, closing games. Um, rough, roughly around there, they'll stop selling tickets, but... Yeah, around ten percent for the ten dollar ticket. Um, there's there are, are, are there have there's already been uh, top winners, so uh, that kind of worked. Um, that doesn't mean you wouldn't win, you know, a ten thousand prize or a one thousand. Uh, but it did work out that way. Uh, that you would win um, a top prize after you know waiting. 
after 10% of the tickets have been bought, which is not bad. Um, I, I will do this. I do want to have just another uh, ticket on mine. I'm watching a, a few other tickets. What, what else am I watching? Uh, you know, it's the 50, the 50, the 50 dollar game 2238, the 500x. I think it's a mega. Oh, it's a Lotteria Spectacular. Um, they're at a, they're at 11.18 percent tickets bought, and there hasn't been a top winner. That that top prize is three million dollars, and it's still out there. And so um, I don't know. Maybe buy buy a ticket. See if you win. Um, I did add a new category of uh, winners left. Uh, that's essentially just uh, all of the tickets uh, purchased uh, divided by the tickets available. Um, I think that's an okay percentage to to want. Um, hopefully, this updated too. I don't. I'm sure it did, but. Um, yeah, with the triple seven and the five hundred X Loteria Spectacular, um, this is the triple seven sixty two percent of winners are left, while the Loteria Spectacular sixty five percent are left, which doesn't really mean anything. But because um, maybe now there's more winners out there, maybe they pack more winners at the front less in the middle and then more towards the back end you know when tickets spot when tickets spot are around uh you know 50 percent maybe um but this is all conspiracy so uh <laughs> you know i'm going insane i'm trying to fill this all this time that i have um so yeah maybe yeah, there is something to it where 10 percent of the tickets have been bought that uh the top winners have started to come out. Um, I should have saved all of my old data. Data, look at me. Um, all these tickets, I, I now on this Excel sheet, it's title book one. Um, I only have the the ticket with the best odds for the ten, the twenty, the thirty, the fifty dollar. Um, I guess maybe I should do a one dollar and a five dollar, two dollar, you know, whatever tickets. If not, uh, just to see what happens, but to entertain myself and see, you know, how those progress. But there must be a way that, I mean, I, w I would just think, even though there's about 60 million tickets for like a $1 scratch off, that they have to play their odds differently. I know for the, uh, the Mega Loteria, uh, what am I looking at? No, um, there's one where like, there's been top winners, but 20% uh, of the tickets have been bought. And I think the Lottery Commission just knows how to play its audience that that Loteria, you know, word has a lot of uh, resonance with the uh, Texas community. Um, not even just Latino, but just Texas. Um, or Texan community, whatever. Um, so that should be interesting. It'd be nice to collect information on all of this, but uh, uh, there isn't any reason to not do it. But I just, I'm just not doing it. Um, it'll take a long ass time too. It's kind of fun the, the data, the data entry aspect of this.
Um, I'm also not trying to yell because uh, it's 11.40, 11.56 p.m., so I might be stammering over talking about lottery tickets or scratch-offs. Um, but, yeah, that 777 has a nice feel to it. It's blue. Yeah, yeah. Mm, blue. Um, huh. All right. What else is there? Is that all that I had for lottery tickets? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, I did want to look into, because if you buy, like, $20, $1 tickets with the best odds, maybe you can beat the odds of losing or the odds of winning um, or just the odds from a, ten, from a $10 ticket or a $20 ticket, you know, um, the odds for the 20 or 2.98, the edge for the 30, 2.88 on my spreadsheet. Um, hmm. You know, maybe you could beat the odds. You'd probably beat the odds of the, of the $10, you know, but who knows. Um, I almost didn't record this right now. I was going to go to sleep um, and I have to clean my toilet bowl too. Um, uh, shit, I want to show you what I do. Um, uh, that I can put away. What else is there? Fuck. Uh, cryptocurrency. I was, I'm, I, I recommend buying, you know, just a hundred bucks of Bitcoin, a hundred of Ethereum, and then maybe 20 bucks of Dogecoin. Because even if Doge goes up to, I think it's right now, it's at 3.5 or 0.35. What is Dogecoin? Uh, I'll put polls into my thing here. Because right now Doge is at 0 0.322 times. And uh, if this goes up to 0.5, Make money. I mean, what is that? What is that? Uh, let me calculate that really quick. Put this mic down. Uh, nice. Okay, so twenty bucks each. Probably like twenty bucks. Zero point Yeah, so if you buy it at 0 0.3229, 20 bucks, that's six bucks and, you know, 46 cents. Well, if it goes up to, you know, 0.5 cents, you'll make $10. And so then you'll make about, you know, 350, uh, whatever, on that transaction. But you'll get back your 20 bucks, you know, you may, you, I guess you'll have to pay the capital gains tax, but you'll pay, what, a couple of quarters or whatever. Um, but there's still money you, you made. Um, and I am a little suspicious on what Elon Musk would do with Dogecoin. Uh, really, it's not impossible that he might do something with it. 
Um, he really believes in that the most entertaining outcome is the most uh, likely. Um, maybe he will, and then what's going to happen if you lose 20 bucks? If you lose 20 bucks in scratch-offs, you know, you're, you're <clears throat> entertained at least. So here's the possibility you could make a, a couple of bucks. I do think Dogecoin will eventually go to $1. Um, you know. Oh, you know, and then you'll make $14, so. Not bad. But, um. Yeah, if you do do crypto, I'd recommend getting a cold wallet. Um. That's obvious. Or you can just look that up, how to, how to do that shit. But, um. Yeah, I mean. It really seems like a good, uh, fuck the cockroach. Hold on. Damn. Fucking hell. Um, so there's that. I really gotta, you know, Lex Friedman has his podcast, the, um, might be just called the Lex Friedman podcast, but he talks to a lot of intellectuals on there, and so um, I think I might start and start to watch that more often. Um, I do like the Joe Rogan podcast, but him um, his are more tailored to learning about uh, you know other stuff too. But uh, I like the athlete ones; those are pretty cool. Um, the entertainer ones, not so much. Just in general, you have to get tired of uh, stories about entertainers just because uh, they're sort of, uh, I wouldn't say all the same, but um, uh, what is the word? Not all the same. They are, um, they're not all there. There's that celebrity. It's just liberty. Um, maybe uh, they're not so deeply thought through, which is ironic because I'm on this podcast that I really just not. I don't think I don't think too much about it, but maybe that's the way that. Talk about celebrities' experiences and their stories. Read a couple. Some people you care about. You know, I like Dave Grohl. I like Louis C.K. I like, you know, Mark Maron. Um, Bilber. Um, but, uh, you know, once you listen to so many stories, most of them maybe don't... Uh, don't think too deep about it. Which, I mean, maybe they don't have to or whatever, you know, but... Uh, yeah, that's it. They're more or less the same, you know. Life is like that, I guess, more or less the same. But you want someone who's going to take a deep dive through their experiences and uh, try to come up with something original to say. Um, yeah. Uh, well, Lex Friedman, I, I guess, this is less about celebrities and more about scientists and engineers and whatever. Um, so that, that, there's that in crypto. Um, 
you know, I don't think the winners left really matters. Um, I forgot why I wanted the winners left on my Excel sheet. There was something about it maybe it would matter, you know. Because um, your odds, I don't think the odds are for even one pack. Also, I was looking at uh, the odds of scratch-offs in Colorado, and it breaks it down by um, from small price to big price on one scratch-off. And the odds get worse as you go up. So maybe the odds are 3.5, whatever. But that's to win a bottom prize. To win a top prize, maybe the odds are worse. Um, so something to think about, you know. I think he, uh, I think he, I think, see overall, see he says the overall odds of winning any prize and triple seven or one and 3.23. Wait, so overall odds are based on the end of production prize pr structure. That's some shit I have to look into. of tickets that are closed um what is that structure it's so interesting i never overall odds are based on the end of production price structure what does that mean um huh all right google that search chef Oh, that's interesting. Huh. All right. Um, so I clicked on the game tables for the triple seven at the very bottom of the Texas Lottery site. Uh, it says official game documents. And it says, uh, you know, there's two tables. One on... Um, and it describes, so I guess this is, these are the odds here. Missing number of tickets ordered. Number of tickets ordered. Repetitive prize. The individual odds of winning for a particular prize level may vary between sales and testing number of prizes claimed. So the number of prizes in a game is approximate based on which it's ordered. The number of actual prizes available in a game may vary based on Huh, we have approximate winners. 
Right, we know the number of winners, right? Ten, ten dollar, one million nine hundred eighty-seven. Huh, this is weird. So I'm looking at this table and it says prize amount, approximate number of winners, approximate odds are one in, you know, whatever. And if you look at the game tables, it says for a ten dollar prize amount, their approximate the approximate number of winners are one million nine hundred and eighty seven thousand two hundred. That's with the asterisk. So that's an approximate number. Well, the approximate odds for a $10 ticket are 5.56. While on the website, it says 3.23. That's for any prize. Um, but here in the lottery, on the Texas lottery, it says, you know, there's 2 million tickets, 26,000. Um... So I don't know which one is more accurate, maybe this PDF or the lottery site. This is a little bit of a, I could have changed my, my numbers here maybe. Because, uh, well now it's changed the number of top prizes. The top prize, the 250,000 prize, there's still about eight winners according to this PDF. Um, you know, and if you look here on the lottery site, it says eight, eight, you know, number of top prizes, the 250,000. Uh, so that matches up. But if we look at the 10,000, there's only 70 on the PDF. Well, there's 72 on the lottery site. The thousand dollar prize, there's 624 on the lottery site. Well, there's only 600 on this PDF. So I wonder what, what this actual difference is, is about, um, you know, what number should I be going off of? And I understand this is all uh, uh, entertainment, I mean, but it's so weird that I just noticed this, this difference here. Um, I really might just call them up and just ask them. That's so, uh, but I'm sure I have no idea what the hell this difference is about. Because it changes the odds of playing the game now. If the odds of winning at 10 bucks are 5.56, according to the PDF, versus 3.23 on the lottery site. And it's based on the end of production price structure, which I have no idea what the fuck that is. Maybe I can find it here somewhere. The lottery site, right? Takes the lottery commission. Commissioners, municipal review. Um, employment opportunities, yeah, yada, yada. Employment, oop. Uh, I really said oop instead of oops, that's weird. Um, oh, there's a Mythbusters right here. Um, uh, uh, uh,
So after all top prizes for a scratch ticket game have been claimed, we send a message over the terminals to all retailers telling them to immediately stop selling that game. We then have the remaining tickets for that game picked up. That's a new area I can go into is the uh, when the game has been closed, when the ticket, when the top prizes have been won. What that looks like. But I would want to start from when the top prizes had been claimed. Right. Because then I would mess up my data and, it, you know, we, it wouldn't matter if they were closed and you want to see what happens when, when we are closed. And put that here on my spreadsheet. Isn't it crazy that I'm doing this in my free time? Hold on, new area. if all these games follow the uh, in production price follow that rule I mean it's it might not be given F and a lot of three closed games. What happened? That's a way to entertain myself here. All right. Well, maybe I'll do it. No, well, first I want to ask why there's a difference between that PDF and the site but um, it'd be cool to do maybe the one or one two just to see what happens uh, that means I'd have to keep okay that seems okay um, this is doable. From the way I'm thinking of it, it's a little bit of a hassle, but uh, it is interesting. Uh, oh, well, it's just like a crypto, I guess. You know, Bitcoin is really store of value. You know, there's only so many of them. Fiddlick, uh, yeah, Vitalik, Buterin, X Bitcoin, um, and the uh, guy doing Ethereum, and Ethereum is about uh, decentralized applications, which is uh, good. Um, Dogecoin is just a meme, but Elon is really kind of behind it. Who knows what might happen.
So Dogecoin is now following the same trend as Ethereum and uh, Bitcoin, where if it goes up, Ethereum goes up, you know, Bitcoin goes down, Ethereum goes down, which means Bit uh, Dogecoin goes down. So it's starting to garner that respect, you know, um, which I'm not saying it should, but it is apparently. Um, you know, so I recommend putting in a couple of bucks around there. And, uh, also this little guy, if Ethereum doesn't work out, what the fuck is he going to do? He put with his high stakes and you can buy in pretty low. Why not just buy in? You know, same thing with like Coke. I think it's like, uh, hold on. Coke, uh... Oh, it's 56 bucks? Damn. Is it really? Well, it used to be... 278. And I'm pretty sure it was more than five dollars. One thing Warren Buffett said about inflation, which stocks to buy. He said... Yo, fuck, I forgot what he said, but one thing that stuck to my mind is any company that can increase the price of their product, um, such as, you know, Coca-Cola, I guess, you know, you can increase it a quarter or two. People won't, you know, freak out too much because um, it's still, let's say it is two bucks now versus that it still beats buying, a, you know, $10 Chinese food or whatever. It's still, you know, uh, viable. The same thing with Apple is, uh, you know, they raised the price from 500 to now they sell, sell $1,000 products. So, um, and, and now they're going to have their own car and they have their own production business. So, uh, Apple seems like the right share right company to buy with the considering inflation but just in general um there's that yeah i'm gonna try and get into the austin film society i'm sure just gotta pay 30 bucks or whatever i'm not sure what it is just to get in but um that'd be cool i'm interested in cinema too so that, that, that wouldn't be too bad you know, this time I saw a uh, Cairo station. Uh, yeah, it's a drama crime. An hour and 35 minutes long. Uh, 1958 Egyptian drama directed by Yusuf Chahine. You know. It, it was good, you know, it, it had this new shot, I think I talked about this already, where the, the protagonist, I guess, whatever, the main guy, was walking into the shot. Uh, really had the focus on the setting. And I showed you how shitty it was. You know, that was his home. And you really saw him coming in, so you know he was going to do something. But you were looking around at the place, and then he had a sad face. Sad face. And, uh, that was a good, good new thing I hadn't seen before. I mean, I, I've seen characters enter, uh, 
a store or whatever from afar or, you know, enter the house from away. Uh, but the house isn't, you know, that, but their setting isn't as uh, capturing or whatever, you know. So that was cool. Um, I think it's like 30 minutes into the movie, I think. But uh, that was good. That was good. That was a good... That was a good movie, but it was way better than I thought it was going to be. Um, but that's just because I was skeptical, so. Cairo uh, Station is also called the Iron Gate. Uh, let me look up, uh, oh, historical significance. Uh, I believe it's uh, uh, Zazir Shahin was able to vividly portray Egyptian society like it was during the 1950s. Um, yeah, all right. Uh, wow, there's a whole lot that I'm missing here. As I'm reading the, the Wikipedia page, um, Wow. Yeah, I should read up on these movies and kind of give you all some more. I mean, I don't want to just copy this ver verbatim, you know. I don't know why they say verbatim for it, but it works very well. But, uh, uh, yeah. I really spent a whole half hour talking about the lottery, but I think we did get to something very, very uh, interesting. Because we end up, uh, end up or the fuck is it called? Structure. Um, why is there a difference? Why is there a difference between EF and the lotto site? Um, and when there's a closed game, what happens, and what can that tell us? Right. What can that tell us? I know they get to order more lottery tickets. I know they can. Um, you can order as many as they want, frankly. Uh, maybe not. But that'd be interesting to see what happens. Um, oh, verbatim is one word. I had no idea. And that ver was Latin for C and then betum was exactly or something, you know. That wasn't too bad, to be honest. Uh... Nah, I kind of missed it. I mean, there's a little drop-down button to see the uh, the origin of the word, and uh, yeah, I missed it pretty hard, but that's all right. That um, verbatim is one word. All right, sure. What else is going on here? Uh, Elon Musk is tweeting right now. Bitcoin, what does that mean? 
Uh, it's it's interesting. Elon Musk doesn't follow um, Bitcoin on Twitter. Um, oh, Jack follows Bitcoin. That's interesting. Um, why would he need to follow Chipotle follows Bitcoin <laughs> alright I guess that's where their company is at now I know they were offering Bitcoin or a chance to win some or whatever um, Bitcoin yeah Stamp. Uh, interesting. No one really sticking out for uh, I guess I'll follow Bitcoin, I guess. Let me follow Ethereum while I'm at it. As that's overpriced too. Uh, ooh, no one's really following. I guess I'm following now. Yeah. Oh, Elon Musk said that he pretty much agreed with uh, Vitalik Buterin. Um, in his uh, interview with Lex Friedman. So, and also he was saying that Elon Musk didn't sell all of his Bitcoin. He liquidated 10% um, and was stopped accepting Bitcoin as payment until uh, uh, it was a more greener transaction process. Uh, let's see. Tesla only sold approximately 10% of holdings to confirm Bitcoin could be liquidated easily without moving market. Right. Um, yeah, I mean. Yeah. Inflation is going up. Okay. I'll back to work tomorrow. Um, I feel like this is a pretty valuable, not as funny podcast, but uh, something on my mind, something I'm going to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot. 
we've hit 50 plays on uh, for this podcast. There's about, what, 13 uh, on Anchor, I think, right? Something like that. Cool. Pretty cool. I mean, I think I know every single one of those songs by heart right now. Not bad. Not bad. That's, uh... I have two number 13s. Oh, fuck. I fucked up. So what? Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Fuck. I named it wrong. Pod <laughs> number fifteen, okay. Uh, let me see if I can change this real quick. Uh <laughs> okay, I'm at fifteen. Alright, well, um, uh... You know, the most listened to podcasts are March 27, 2021, Always Time for First, and RA, which is a really embarrassing story. Um, but yeah, we've hit about 52. What am I at? 53. Um, 53 plays. Wow. That's pretty cool. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Hmm. That's weird. I have zero plays now. Now I have, uh, have a couple. Um. Yep. Why not? Well, that what am I gonna look at right now? I'm looking at the uh, the Audacity app is still going. There's a wallet, the view wallet. Let's see if it does it contain it. Yeah, I guess yeah. Um, nah, nah. Yeah. The thing about monetizing this is that then I'd have to pay people to come on, I guess. I imagine at least. Alright. But uh yeah, fifty plays. Pretty cool. Fifty-three. Um you know, pretty cool. Um, huh. Yeah, I've got to get someone on, someone else on here uh, to, you know, talk or whatever. What is Overcast? Is Overcast an app? Oh, look, it is. Um... podcast by the way is great um yeah it's a friendly place um, a video but you don't need that right now um i mean it accepts all the other things you know um yeah but i've got to get it, this thing to the public, I guess, or people that find it spontaneously instead of people I know. But, um, all right, it's 12.32 a.m. Um, I'm tired. 
Um, I'm okay. All right, I'm at the tariff. All right, so you 